0: As we remain standing for the reading of God's word, as we celebrate this fifth and ninth year anniversary, as we continue this series, community matters. God gave me this message some time ago, and instructed me to save it for today. This is the eighth message in this series, and our text for today's message. It's a very familiar reference of Scripture, the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, and verses 21 to 23. For all of you that have been wanting me to preach from the regular King James Version, this is for you, Deacon William T. Moore, amen. <laughs> from the regular, somebody say the regular King James Amen. Somebody otherwise call it the old folks translation. Okay. (laughs) I don't know about that, but it is a powerful translation. Listen to what it says. Verse 21. This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies not just one mercy but mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not verse 23 they are new every morning somebody shout every morning great is thy faithfulness we ask god to bless the reading and the hearing of his word for the next few moments i want to speak to you from the subject god is still faithful look at someone before you sit down and just wave at him sorry we can't touch and hug anymore some of you say i'm not sorry but that's okay just wave at somebody simply says god is still faithful now look back at him and say yes he is clap those hands and take your seat god is still faithful god is still after 59 years mother betty king not only are you still good looking but i declare god is still (laughs) Faithful, (laughs) Listen, it is said that faithfulness is one of the keys to any great or successful relationship. Not money, (laughs) not prestige, not the ability to travel, not any of the other things that we sometimes rank up there but faithfulness, somebody say faithfulness. Listen, where there is a lack of faithfulness, there will be a lack of trust. And where there is no trust, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how cute you are, how fine your Boaz is. That's a biblical term, y'all. I don't want y'all to think I'm using profanity. (laughs) There could be no lasting, successful relationship. No kind of relationship church relationship, marital relationship, friendship where there is no faithfulness and no trust. There could be no lasting relationship. Faithfulness! is defined as being true to one's word. It has also been described as, listen to this, unfailing loyalty. And this is the part I like, regardless of the circumstances. I'm with you, regardless how much money you have. I'm with you, regardless of what your health condition may be I'm with you all the way regardless of what others may think of you we need faithfulness Pastor Jimmy Mack thank you so much for being here my friend faithfulness is so important to the success of a ministry so important to the success of everything we do But listen to what God said to me. And I told the congregation this morning at the early morning service, and I want to let you all know at 11, the 8 o'clock folk, they are praising God pretty hard. (laughs) They said to tell the 11 o'clock folk, they're not the only ones who can jump and praise God. But we said to the 8 o'clock congregation this morning, the truth is this. Listen, when God gave me this, I had to stop and pause on it. The truth is, in our relationship with God, he has been much more faithful to us than we have been to him. Can we just keep it real? The truth is, (laughs) God has been a lot more faithful to us than what we have been to him. Paul in Romans 3 23 reminds us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. What Paul says is that when you think you're all of that I want to let you know that you have sinned and come short of God's glory. None of us have any reason to pat ourselves on the back as if we have been better to God than what God has been to us. Anybody know that God has been so good for so long? (laughs) Look at somebody and say, yes, he has. The noted theologian Charles Spurgeon One of the iconic figures in theology is quoted as saying, and I quote, here's what Dr. Spurgeon says. The glory of God's faithfulness, listen to this, is that no sin of ours has ever made him unfaithful to us. (laughs) Think about that for a moment it doesn't matter what you may have done it has never changed the fact that God has remained faithful to us some of us have let him down and some of us over and over and over again but he has remained faithful to us anybody can attest to the fact That God is still faithful. Clap those hands and give God a hand of praise. Listen to this, my brothers and sisters. God's faithfulness means that we can count on him to always be there when we need him. Regardless of the circumstances or the situation. You can always, here's where the psalmist puts it. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. How many of you have been in some hellish situations and God has not left you? Uh, some of you been in hell holes <laughs> and God has not left you. Some of you had the hell hounds not only on your back but all over your life. And God has never left you. Think about where you would be today if God was fickle. If God was sometimey. Here's how he puts it to the children of Israel. I am the Lord your God, you sons of Jacob, and therefore you have not been destroyed the the prophet goes on to ask, even though you've robbed me even though you've not been faithful to me I have always been faithful to you did you eat when you were disobedient look at somebody and say yes did you have water to drink when you were acting crazy look at somebody and say yes did he wake you up the next morning you went to bed the night before all drunk and stink and crazy Look at somebody and say yes. When you got mad at everybody in the church and stopped worshiping God for a whole year and decided that you would punish God because church folk got on your nerve, when you needed God the most, was he still there right by your side? Was he? Never. For you, what you expected him to be. Has he always been a doctor in the sick room? A lawyer in the courtroom? A heart fixer? And a mind regulator? Somebody ought to just take 10 seconds. Stand to your feet. Give God the best. God is still faithful. Come on. You've got five more seconds. Give God the best. Woo! Yes. Even when you act a fool. And yes, those of us who come to church sometimes do act like that. God was still faithful. He still tapped you on the shoulders early in the morning and woke you up even though you were drunk and high and everything else and out of your mind and refused to worship him. Even to those of you who have never been to church on Sunday morning, you don't ever worship God. Every Sunday morning, God still wakes your nappy head, bad manners, horrible attitude up. And you ought to give God a praise for just being a good God, even when you haven't always been that good send this tape to your children that don't go to nobody's church, and tell them God still treats you better than you treat him am I right about it look at the text do I have time to preach this look at the text look at the text Pastor Tommy and Francis so good to see you guys so proud of what God is doing through your ministry look at the text As we examine the text and we examine God's faithfulness, our text is found in one of the most interesting and perhaps scholars will say intriguing historical books of the Old Testament. There has been much debate of its place in the order of Old Testament books. Is it poetic? Is it history? It's just five chapters. It seems to read more poetic than history, some folk would say. It is the Old Testament book of Lamentations. It was written around 586 B.C. And I told you that date for a purpose. But it was written by the prophet Jeremiah. Why is that date so important? Because it was doing a very difficult and challenging time for the people of Israel. These were dark and dreary days. <laughs> These were rough times for the nation and the people of Israel. Listen to the context of the text. Context reminds us that King Nebuchadnezzar's mighty Babylonian army had just invaded Israel and the holy city of Jerusalem they destroyed the walls of the city they destroyed the king's palace they destroyed even the iconic temple that king Solomon built many years earlier they all were now lying in ruin when you looked over the landscape You could not see any more walls for protection could not even find a temple to worship in Nebuchadnezzar and his mighty evil army had destroyed it all that was not enough King Nebuchadnezzar decided uh, to take back into captivity in the land to the land of Babylon All of the young bright scholars like Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and like the praisers of Judah. They, the young talented and promising young people had been held and were being held in captivity in what has been described in Psalms 137 as a strange land. You know the psalm in which the worshipers were asked by their captives to sing them one of the songs of Zion. The Babylonians said to the praisers and the worship leaders, Regina, can you lift our spirits and sing us one of your songs of Zion? They responded in Psalms 137 with this answer. How can we sing God's song in a strange land their hearts were broken city of jerusalem had been decimated and its proud inhabitants were now living under the control of a harsh and a cruel taskmaster living under control of a regime of people that did not respect or honor their god it was rough it was dark it was difficult with all of this as a backdrop the prophet jeremiah writes this book of lamentations with all of this heavy on his heart jeremiah writes what has been also called the book of tears jeremiah writes this to not only express his sorrow and his disappointment in what was going on. But it is a, a book in which he vents. He just let it all go. He, he cries unto the Lord. In fact, the first verse of the third chapter of the book of Lamentations, the King James Version, Jeremiah said, I am the man that has seen affliction. He goes on up into verse 21 to describe how bad it is. He talks about how people have turned against him. He talked about how dark it was. He talked about how many things have gone wrong in their lives. But God would not allow him just to dwell on the things that have gone wrong. Can I preach to you? It is so easy Uh, to point out things that have not gone right in your life it is so easy to identify all of the struggles that you are facing right now we are so good at having pity parties y'all don't know how hard it is I got this and that I've got all these bills my children are acting crazy I don't know what to do you are not the only one but I stop by to remind you that even in your darkest hour, God is still faithful. Who am I preaching to? Somebody needs to be reminded that I serve a God who is faithful. So not only does Jeremiah in the book of tears, five chapters in the book of Lamentation, talks about the struggles and the disappointments. But he finds a way, particularly in our passage chosen for today's message, to talk about the goodness and the expectations of what God would do. In other words, he wanted him to know that the people of Israel would one day be restored and revived. In other words, God would one day turn it around. <laughs> I'm preaching to somebody right now. I need to stop right loud so somebody can get this. look at someone and say, God will one day turn it around. <laughs> I, I just want you to know, I, I don't know what your story is. I don't, I don't know what your struggle is. But I stopped by to tell somebody, we serve a God. Who will make your ladder greater than what you've come through. We serve a God that will declare and decree that the best is still yet to come. Anybody know that in spite of, despite of all that you're going through, God is still a good God. Let me make sure I'm in the right church. Let me preach to this side of the church. Is there anybody on this side of the church know that despite all that you're going through, that God is still a good God? Now I can come back to y'all. Can y'all think of one thing that God has done for you that only God has done? And you can say, I serve a God. Whoa! who's still a good God. Somebody say yes he is. And so we arrive at the text we arrive at verse 21 and and i encourage you today tomorrow next week go back and read that entire third chapter of the book of lamentations and i told you he opened it by saying i am someone who has seen a whole lot of afflictions but thank god he arises." at verse 21 (laughs) how many of you cried all night long but you woke up the next morning knowing everything is going to be all right here's how the old church puts it: trouble in my way i had to cry sometime i laid awake at night but that's all right because jesus will fix it Afterward, don't y'all fool me. But is there anybody in here had a bad night, but God turned it around the next morning? Anybody know joy cometh in the morning? And so the prophet arise at verse 21, 22, and 23. And he writes these most incredible, iconic, these most uh, dynamic words that are often quoted in pulpits, congregations, sanctuaries all over the country, all over the world. Listen to what he says. I will read it in its entirety and then we'll share with you three key insights from this text that represents our journey as individuals as well as our journey as a ministry for the past 59 years. Do I have time to finish this message? Look at what Jeremiah writes. He writes, this I recall to mind. Therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassion fail not. They are new. <laughs> Somebody just caught it. Every morning great is thy faithfulness three key insights of the Conwell from this text that represents our individual journey as well as our collective journey as a ministry that God has instructed me to share with you and I'll take my seat first key insight we can take from this incredible text is this we have never lost hope Look at somebody and say i have never lost hope i've been broke but i still had hope sick still had hope hurt still had hope wounded still had hope stepped on lied on but still had hope. Somebody who still has hope ought to clap those hands and give God a praise and say we, y'all help me preach this, say we have never lost hope still got hope wave at your neighbor say still got hope Hasn't been easy, but I still have hope. Had to struggle, but I still have hope. Ah, didn't things that always go the way I wanted them to go, but I still have hope. You ought to give God a hand of praise for hope, 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 hope. Let the church say hope. Let the church say hope. Wave your hands in the air, tell your enemy, I still have. Woo! Listen, 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 here's the way the King James puts it, this I recall to mine. In other words, every time I think about giving up, I recall something. I remember something. Woo! Mother Jackson, every time, this is the same Jeremiah that says, I quit. Bishop, he said, I won't preach anymore. But he said, but when I sit down and And when i thought about all the things god has done for me it was like fire shut up in my bones don't fool me now but anybody in here who's ever thought about giving up and god just wouldn't allow you to quit i need you to do me a favor get on the enemy's nerve and jump to your feet one time and say i Still have hope. Whoa! Still got hope. Still got hope. Listen, let me preach this. Here's how my favorite translation puts it the New Living Translation says, Yet. I love this I still dare to hope as broke as you are you dare to hope shake your head and say yes I do as sick as you are you're still saying by his stripes I'm healed shake your head and say yes I do as crazy as your family is you still believe that they all can be saved one day shake your head in the devil's face and say yes I. Woo. y'all gonna make me hurt myself I feel like preaching. can I preach shall I preach I feel like preaching somebody say yes I still have home Woo. the second key insight taken from verses 21 22 and 23 is this God's mercy and compassion uh, have kept us going if you want to know the testimony of this ministry look at somebody and say god's mercy and compassion kept us going COVID 19 still going death in the family still going lost your house still going how many of you know it was god's mercy and compassion that kept you going listen to how jeremiah puts it he says and i quote it is of the lord's plural mercies not just one act of mercy but it is of the lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not And this is the part I like. They are new. Woo! Think about it. They are new. Help me preach. Say, neighbor, every morning I wake up. I wake up with new mercies. Not yesterday's mercies. Not last week's mercies. How many of you know you've got new mercies? every morning you've got new mercy God said this is for what you're going to do today not what you did yesterday somebody ought to give God a hand of praise for new mercies surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life give God your best praise for mercy, goodness somebody say thank you Lord Tell him, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. Thank God for mercy. Wave your hand and say, I thank God for mercy. If it had not been for the Lord's mercy, if it had not been for grace and mercy, grace and mercy brought me from a mighty long way. Who am I preaching to? Somebody help me preach and say, thank God. Grace and mercy. When you see me, you see mercy. When you see me, you see grace. Tell your neighbor when you look at me, you're looking at mercy. Come on, Bible way. Come on. Come on. Come on. Somebody shout mercy. Somebody shout mercy. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, you're looking at mercy. You're looking at mercy. You're looking at grace. I ought to be dead. Should have been dead sleeping in my grave. But grace and Any mercy, babies? Anybody know mercy? God covered your family with mercy. God covered your house with mercy. God covered you on your job with. I feel like praising Him. Do we have thirty seconds to give God a mercy dance? Give God, I thank You for grace. I thank You for mercy. Come on. Excuse me. I don't mean to get on your nerves. But I've got too much to praise God for. If you only knew my story, you would understand my praise. If you only knew where the Lord has brought me from. What the Lord has brought me through. What the Lord has brought me out. then to your feet for the last and the final insight Woo! come on keep going a little bit musicians this is the last little lower and final insight Woo! tell your neighbor give me some room give me some room not only not only have I been saved by God's grace and mercy I stopped by on the second Sunday in November in the year 2022 to declare to every adversary, every enemy, every devil, every demon in your life that God is still faithful. <laughs> Look at somebody and say neighbor number three, God is still faithful. Lift your hands and say great is Faithfulness, say, Lord, I thank you for being faithful. Lord, I thank you for being faithful. Now, put your best dance on the fact that God is somebody. Leave your seat, meet me at the altar. Come on, and come on, and dance with me. Come on, and praise God with me. Come on, on and praise God with me neighbor God is Tashan, God is all you've been through God is still God is somebody else ought to be at this altar somebody else ought to leave your seat come stand at the altar and say pastor I declare and decree that God is Woo! Yes, He is. Yes, He is. Come on. Give us something, Regina. Go ahead.
1: Whoa. When I think of his goodness and what is up for me When I think of his goodness and how he set me free I can dance, 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 dance goodness and how it set me free. I can dance, 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 dance.
0: Somebody say, still faithful. Still faithful. Woo! Give God your best shabbat praise from the depths of your belly. Say, still faithful. lift those hands all over this place lift those hands all over this place this I recall to my mind therefore have I hope it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not they are new every morning. Great is that faithfulness. Y'all don't mind if I change up. Y'all know great is that faithfulness. Amen. Y'all know great is that faithfulness. Sometimes God said Bishop Myers it's so good to see you. Amen. Thank you for being here. Amen. Come on, there's an old hymn of the church that simply says, Great is thy faithfulness. Ooh. The altar is open. The altar is open. Ooh. Yes, right now. Lift those hands all over the place. Yeah. Mm. Listen. Yeah. yeah.
1: Great is thy faithfulness.
0: Lord God, my
1: Father. Sing There is no shadow of uh. turning with Thee. All I, all I have needed hand has the hands Thy hands have provided. Hey. Great is yeah. Thy faithfulness, Lord, Great is thy faithfulness, Ooh, great is thy faithfulness. Morning, morning. by morning, new Mercy. mercies. Yeah. I faithfulness yeah yeah great is my faithfulness everybody uh, know he's still faithful morning, morning? by morning new mercy new mercies, mercies. I, I, I see. oh all I all I have needed all I have needed. All I have needed All I have needed All I have needed the hands have Provided uh-huh. Great Is Thy Faithfulness Great is Thy Faithfulness Great is Thy
0: Those hands, Lord, we thank you, we bless you, we declare and decree great is thy faithfulness, God. We we see that regardless of the conditions of the world, regardless of our own personal circumstances. Hmm. You are still faithful. Oh God. Even when we have not been so faithful to you. <laughs> you wake us up every morning. You didn't have to wake us up this morning. <laughs> but you did. You put food on our table. clothes on our back you protect us over the dangerous highways you put breath in our bodies we declare great is thy faithfulness and Lord as we celebrate this day and we turn the page and we embrace a brand new day the good news is for every new day there will be new mercies so on monday morning when we go to work new mercies when we confront those demons that are trying to destroy us we declare new mercies those demonic forces that are trying to destroy our families trying to steal our peace trying to kidnap our joy we declare and decree new mercies thank you lord in advance for what you're going to do but this is our prayer in your name we pray and give thanks and the church said amen great is, ooh, uh,
1: great is thy faithfulness. somebody said, great
0: is, uh, great is if you want prayer if you want to give your life to the Lord morning, elders and the ministers are in the back morning, hey, if you're looking for a church home new, uh, new mercies I uh, see, uh, yeah. all I see
1: Great, great is, is thy faithfulness. Great is, uh, great great is, is yeah. thy faithfulness. Lord,
0: unto to me. Listen, clap those hands. If you need prayer, if you need someone to talk with you right now. Listen, those ministers are waiting. Amen. We will pray with you. We'll pray for your family. If there are any prayer requests that you want to personally share with the minister, give us the opportunity to minister to you. To those of you that are joining us virtually, the numbers are on the screen. Let me say before Pastor Matt comes to offer the benediction closing song, we want to once again thank Bishop Myers, our diocesan, for being here. Give God a hand of praise. Bishop Jimmy Mack who's the pastor of the Mother Church that is the ministry that this church was birthed out of it was on Hampton Street it's now on Piedmont Avenue thank you so much man. Pastor Tommy and Francis thank you guys so much we're so praying for the success of your ministry thank you all and to all of you that are with us but listen I want you to do one last thing for me Historically, we've asked for a special offering on our anniversary. God has instructed me not to do that this year. Uh, and some of you in years past, you've gone beyond ordinary. We've, we've at times asked people to sow a faith seed over the year of $500. It has been as high as $1,000 as we were building this church. You can be seated for one moment. But, but God has said to me this year, we want to take everything you would have given in a special offering and put it in the vision offering. Vision offering, $7 a week. And some of you, God has instructed you to go beyond 7 Some of you, you know you can. Some of you, you know you should. <laughs> because how good God has been to you. I said to the congregation this morning, we've established the fact that God is still faithful. But the question still remains, are you? We know God is. The question is, are you? And I wanna give you a chance to bless the children. I wanna put the rendering of our children's and youth zone on the screen. We, we unveiled this on last Sunday. This is the final plans. We will break ground the last Sunday in January. This is a $4 million project that God told us, I want you to do it in a unique way. I don't want you to publish names. I don't want you to get VIP lists. But I want the people of the congregation to give to build this project. And when we break ground the last Sunday in January, I want to show you how good God is. And how faithful you've been we would at that time have already raised half of it half of that four million dollars would already be in the bank and I just I I just dare to trust God that when we cut the ribbon we won't have any mortgage and if there's a construction loan we can burn the construction loan when we cut the ribbon how many of you know that you Dare to hope that we serve a God.